0: I told you a couple of weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago, that I always bring more to the pulpit than I know I'm going to be able to do, and uh, that's going to be true tonight as well. So I, I don't know how far I'm going to get through my lesson. The next lesson after we've talked about the inspiration of Scripture, it took me two weeks to do that. Jeremy covered the entire Trinity in one Sunday evening. <laughs> Everything you need to know about the Trinity in one Sunday evening. Brother Tim is next up, and he's going to be telling you everything you need to know about the Holy Spirit in a 40, 45-minute time span. Yeah, right, right. He's going to pick out something related to the Holy Spirit, and he's going to bring it to us. Tonight, I was planning to speak. I'm going to at least in part speak about salvation being by faith alone. Uh, Nothing added to it, nothing taken from it. Uh, Sola fita. I don't know how much of that I'll get to, but I I want to tell you about something that that I've got here that I I want us to do. I've got 100 of these that are down here on the front pew. So I've got a lot of these down here. Um, So this is bare my heart to you. Those of you that are online watching us, I'm I'm just being a pastor tonight. I'm not being a preacher right this minute. I'm just being your pastor. Since 2020, things have really, really changed in a lot of ways. You see it, I see it. One of the hardest things since 2020 is getting people to open up and make connections, uh, being able to be friendly and to be able to get close to people. Something about 2020 where we had to be apart from each other, a lot of people have maintained. And even when they do get with people, uh, as soon as they can get away from those people, they stay away from, those, they stay away from people. Uh, I met people this past week who still aren't going to a church service and they blame it on covid they, they say they're concerned about catching COVID when they get in a crowd. I, I, I understand, I, well, no, I don't understand, but um, I, I understand that since 2020, things have changed. It has been difficult for me, even me, the pastor, who you, know, you show up, what do you think the pastor's going to do? He's going to give you the gospel. If he gets an opportunity, he's going to give you the gospel. It's even been difficult for me to share the gospel. People shut you down before you get very far into sharing the gospel. Uh, they, they keep you at arm's distance. Uh, there are people still not going to work. still people not going. I mean, they're working from home. They're still not coming to the office. There are people still uh, watching from home and not coming to church. Uh, there are people just keeping their distance. And it's been very difficult because what we want to see are, are people saved and baptized, saved and baptized, saved and baptized. Um, Things changed over even before 2020. It became increasingly more difficult to go to somebody's house and just drop in on them. You know, I, David Atkins and I, for years, have made visits every Tuesday evening. Um, I think David's here somewhere. He's usually right over here. Y- y'all can't move like that. that. You're not allowed to do that. Uh, David Atkins and I have made visits on Tuesday evenings. And, you know, we, people visit the church, we show up on their doorstep. And uh, we, we sought opportunity to thank them for coming, opportunity to share the gospel. And little by little, that became increasingly more difficult. How do you feel when somebody shows up on your doorstep? The same way I did when somebody showed up on my doorstep today. You know, just, what, what are you doing here? Who is this? Why are you here? You know, and it's, it's a little difficult. Uh, that was before 2020, and 2020 made it even worse. So I began praying, and I've been asking the Lord, Lord, this, this can't go on like this. We've, we've got to start making connections where we're sharing the gospel and we're making a difference in people's lives. And so I, I began thinking as I was praying and asking the Lord, what, what am I going to do? You know, there's some people I want to get the gospel to. They won't even listen to me. They won't give me the time of day. I mean, they know me. They would consider me to be a friend, I would assume, or at least a distant friend, but they will not even give me the time of day to, to get into a conversation about the gospel. So I began asking the Lord what, what we could do. And the Lord burdened my heart. I don't want to say God spoke to me because that would be like, I don't want to blame any failure on God. You know, well, that didn't work. That was God's fault. I, the Lord spoke to my heart about a couple of things. At least I believe that he spoke to my heart about a couple of things. What is something that I have at my house that in, and in my office here, for that matter, that I hold on to and I do not throw away? They are notes of encouragement that are written to me. I have a file with notes of encouragement. It's not a, it's not a large file, so if you want to add to it, that'll be okay. Uh, but I have, a, I have a file where I keep notes of encouragement that's, that have been written, written to me. Some of them are typed. Some of them uh, were, were handwritten. Some of them are cards. Some of them are in a letter form, but they're notes that have been written. And when I'm having a tough day or having a tough time, I pull out that file and I read those notes. And I think, well, maybe I'm not making much a difference today, but I have made a difference at some point. And I'm reminded that God is at work. God has been at work and God will be at work again. So I keep those. Not every thank you card that I get do I keep, but those cards and those letters that come to to me that have some word of encouragement that uh, you know, uh, God used something that, that we were doing or I did, I, I keep them. The other thing that, that I keep, are I keep books that I have from f- famous authors. I have several books from Dr. Stanley. I have three or four from Dr. Stanley that he signed. I have uh, books from David Jeremiah that he signed for me. I have books from Michael Youssef. I have two of those from Michael Youssef that he signed. I have some other books that, that have been signed by people who've written books that are, you know, national names. Some of them, like Stanley or in Jeremiah, are worldwide names. Um, I, I have books with those names. I keep them. I have a place on, in my library downstairs at my house where I have just I have a row of she- a, 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 a shelf of books that are just books signed by John Phillips, who preached here on several occasions. I have books signed by John Phillips. I have an outline of of a message that john phillips wrote in his own handwriting that he gave to me i have an outline of uh uh, glenn who yeah well i'm not there yet (laughs) can you wait on me i got i got an outline from glenn matthews who's not he's not deceased but he's way up in the 80s and it's difficult for him to get here uh and he's got, I got. He sent me a, uh, one of his outlines, several-page outlines. I have that. Uh, Dr. Lee Robertson. I, I have a, on my shelf. I have books that were signed by Dr. Dr. Lee Robertson. Thank, huh? And sermon. And, and I have a, Thank you, thank you. <laughs> I have. I have. I have about ten of his sermon outlines. Dr. Uh, Lee Robertson. And I did not know Dr. Lee Robertson personally, Brother Tim did. Some others of you did. You went to school there. I didn't go to school there but my son went to school there and when dr robertson was cleaning out his office when they're cleaning out his office they found a box full of his his outlines box where they're handwritten outlines and he'd take them they were folded and then he put them in his bible and then you know you could you could hold your bible you're looking at your outline you could look at the your text you know just by folding the sheets i got i have i have about 10 or 12 of those as well as a couple of books at Dr. Lee Robertson. So my point is that things that were handwritten, things that people signed, were things that I kept. The other thing that, that came to my mind, that's something I want to keep, the other thing that, that I have are Bibles. I don't know how many Bibles you have at your house, but I, I have like 20 gillion, 20 quadrillion. I don't, I don't know. i got Bibles laying everywhere. Um, how did I get that many Bibles? I don't, I don't know how I got that many Bibles. Obviously, Mary needed the Bible. That's what, I had to have one laying everywhere. She needed one everywhere to read as much as possible. But uh, I got Bibles everywhere, and I cannot get rid of a Bible. Somebody asked me recently, how do you get rid of your Bible? How do you get rid of an old Bible? Well, the answer to that question is you either burn it, you bury it, or you give it away. Give it to somebody who can use it. Unless it's falling apart and you can't give it away because it's already falling apart, then you burn it or you bury it, like a flag. You burn it or you bury it. Uh, but I got all these Bibles. I got I got Bibles. I got more Bibles than I could read. I don't need that many Bibles. I use one Bible. It's, it's the one I use. I swapped this year to a new one. It's the same kind that I had last the last five years and five years before that and five years before that. It's you know just what I do. Um, I got Bibles, so I thought to myself, things that are handwritten in the Bible. Those are two things that I keep. Those are two things that mean something to me. Those are two things that I value. So I thought to myself, what if we took the Gospel of John and we put it into a printed form? And I put inside the front, I wrote in the front of it a gospel presentation. It's like four pages long. It takes the Gospel of it takes the uh, John uh, John. Takes John chapter 3 verse 16 and explains John 3.16 and brings people to a decision. But what if we took the the Gospel of John? We put a gospel presentation in the front. We put a little index so that people wanted to look for a particular story. Let me see if I can find it. Wanted to find the little story. They can look at it, find what page number it's on. Put here back in the back. You got a little place to make some notes back here in the back of it. Got the picture of the church. I should have put my picture there, right? A picture of the church back here. One of these days, we're going to get pictures of people rather than buildings, because churches are people, not buildings. But you've got a picture of the building, so people drive up, they'll know who we are. What if we put that all together in one little booklet, and then we loved on it? You say, What do you mean by loved on it? You take it, and you, you do what I've done. I've written, a, I, this is one that I'm going to give to somebody that I can't get. I can't get the gospel to any other way. They won't give me an opportunity. I'm hoping because it's something handwritten, because it's the Bible, he's like me. He won't, it's a medical doctor, he won't, he won't throw it away. You throw away a Bible, this is the Bible. It says the gospel of John on it. It's got handwritten notes in it. But I wrote, I wrote a little note. It says, uh, I was reading through this copy of the gospel of John and you came to my mind. I wanted to give you my copy in hopes that you might. Uh, be helped by some of the verses that mean so much to me. I'm praying for you that you might know Christ personally yourself. If you wonder how the verses all fit together, there's a helpful article at the beginning that explains that part. Um, anyway, I, anyway uh, see, let me see. What did I, what I, where did I go here? Um, Anyway, comma, that's where my comma is. I just wanted you to know uh, no matter. I wanted you to know you matter to me, and I count you as a friend. i got to fix that comma. He won't know know to stop there. He'll he'll be confused. Anyway, I just wanted you to know you matter to me, and I count you as a friend. Then I went inside, and I started highlighting verses. I've highlighted the verse in chapter 1. It says, uh, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. And I, I circled it, and I, and I said, uh, Thank God for Jesus coming. Wrote a little note in it. I went a little bit later. I got to John 3.16. Obviously, I've highlighted several verses in the third chapter. I've circled. Every time I found a verse that said, Believe, I circled it. Circled the word believe. Believe, 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 believe. Every time I, I saw it, there's... Uh, 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 twice there in verses 16 and 17. Whosoever believes, whoso- whoever believes, whoever believes. I-, I wrote a little note above it, my favorite part of all. And over here at the end, like, at the end of chapter 3, nobody is excluded. Anyone can believe. And then down here I've got the woman at the well. I like the story of the woman on the well at the wo- um, where she drinks water and there's living water that's springing forth out of her uh, I got over here to chapter 5, and about the verse that says that you pass from death unto life, and, and I, I've highlighted it, and I've colored. I've circled the word believe. I've underlined pass from death unto life, and underneath it, I drew a little line, and it says, wow. Man, everybody wants to pass from death to life, right? Uh, I get a little bit further over. I, I took the story about the bread, Jesus being the bread. I like that story. You like that story? I like that story. A circle. Whosoever believes, it's in that story, by the way. And, th- and then I put up here. I love the metaphors uh, he uses to help us understand. So I went through and I did that over and over through here. I get back to chapter eleven, uh, back to the story of the resurrection of, of Lazarus. You when know, he raised him from the dead. Um, and you know, it says Jesus said to her, "I'm the resurrection, the life." And four times he says, "Believe, believe, believe, believe." I go go through this just, you know, different places. I can't point them all out to you. And then I get all the way back here to the back. And uh, I I, I got a big section highlighted on the resurrection. You see that? Big section highlighted on the resurrection. And I got down here a little note with an arrow drawn up where it says believe. It says, I'm so glad Jesus rose from the dead. That changes everything. Uh, Then I got back here to John chapter uh, 20 where he says this is the purpose of the book, that you'd believe on Jesus and then I wrote a little note. I pray people will trust in Jesus for eternal life. And that's, that's what I did through the whole book. It, the book, it used to lay flat. It doesn't lay flat now. I don't want it to lay flat. That means nobody's used it. Nobody's loved on it. This one lays flat. This one, this one won't lay flat. I don't want it to lay flat. I want, it to, I want, I want him to know that I've, I've been through this myself, that I've written some notes in this, And I've highlighted some things that are important that I hope that he'll look at, even if he doesn't read the entire Gospel of John, that it'll take a few minutes to look at the verses that I've highlighted through the Gospel of John. You know, you might take one of these, and you, you might put a heart here, or you might put an arrow there, or you might highlight this, that, or the other, or you might write a little note about something, or you might... If you were, somebody used one of these verses to lead you to Christ, you might put in there a little note, this led me to, this this was the verse they used to lead me to Christ, and and you you put little notes in it. Why? Because the things that were written to me in the Bible are the two things that I don't throw away. Things where people were thinking of me to be an encouragement to me, and the Bible itself, I, I what am, I, what am I going to do with these extras? You say, what if you have extras that people don't join you, Pastor? you going to throw them away? How do you throw the Bible away? <laughs> are you all still with me? How do you throw the Bible away? I, I can't do that. I've never, I don't think I've ever thrown a Bible away. That's why I got 150 um, I can't do that, so what, I, what I'm looking for. Th- these are $5 apiece. If we could buy them in larger quantities, we can get the, the price down. I asked them to get me 500, uh, to get me a hundred, 500 dollars, to get me a hundred to see number one if I get people to help me, and number two, um, number two to see if it's really effective or not. There's no sense buying a thousand of them and they sit in the boxes back here behind behind the baptistry. You understand what I'm saying. If you're not going to use them and they're not effective, you know it's like having. If you go to a restaurant and the, you know the thing on the menus is never sold. Why is it on the menu? You know why do you put it on the menu? So I, I'm looking for people that would be willing. I've got a hundred down here. This is mine. You cannot have this one because I have two. This is mine. So there's like 96 now or 98, unless somebody's taken. Uh, one or other. But we we got, we got almost 100 now that are down here. I'm looking for people that will say, Pastor, I'll join you. It's got, it's got to be, I don't want to do it that. I'm, I'm, I need my outline is what I need. I have an outline. I know where to go next. Here, here's my point. I'm not going to let you have more than, than two per family because I want to make sure that I give them to everybody who will do this with me. But between now and Easter, you're going to get on your knees and you're going to pray for somebody. Lord, show me somebody that I can give a copy of the Gospel of John that I have loved on and written in and given a note to that person. This this is the note to to that person on the front page that I've written to this man. I've got to fix that comma. Uh, note to that man on the front page. You're going to love on it. And then between now and Easter, you find that person, whoever that person is you've been praying for, that the Lord has brought to your attention, that maybe you've not been able to share the gospel with, but you're going to see to it that they get the gospel between now and Easter. You'll take one or two of these. You'll love on it, and then you'll give it. And then what I'm going to ask you to do, those of you that join me in doing something like that, I'm going to ask you, was that easy for you to do? Was that hard for you to do? Uh, was that effective? Do you think they've read it? Have you heard anything back from them? Give them four or five weeks. I'm going to ask you, did anybody, anybody respond to you? Did anybody read, read it that you know of? Has anybody responded to you? Have you asked them again? By the way, when you give it, you invite them to church on Easter Sunday. If these are effective, we're going to print a bunch of them, and we're going to get a bunch of people loving on their neighbors and their friends and their coworkers and getting the gospel to them. You know, sometimes you can go through the front door, and, you know, you just write, right through the front door. Sometimes you have to go through the back door. But we've got to go through some door and get the gospel to people. we we just, we just got to do that. So instead of me giving my lesson tonight, this, this is what I'm, I'm talking to you about. We can't be a barren church. There, there've got to be people coming to faith in Jesus. We've got to be seeing people witnessing and sharing their faith. And if people won't let us inside the circle, we've got to find another way to get the gospel inside that circle. And I'm looking for a way to do that. So, can you see somebody's face that you'd love to love on one of these? Write some notes in it, highlight some verses, make some notes in the passages, and uh, take it to them and give it to them? Do you, can you think of somebody? Can you think of somebody? Wouldn't it be great if this worked? And... Uh, we had to order a thousand for us to be able to do that, because people got excited about giving out the gospel. You say, why not a track? Well, first of all, I'm going to turn the first part of this into a track. OK? That's going to ultimately be a track. It won't be till after Easter. It's going to be a track, because it explains the gospel in very simple form, from John chapter three, verse 16. How do you have eternal life? One word. What is the one word? you believe. That's what it's about. So I talk about the word love. I talk about uh, parish. I talk about, uh, uh, of course, Jesus. And then I I bring them to the place, will you believe on Jesus right now? I'm going to turn it into a track. And so if you don't want to give the gospel of John out, maybe you can give out uh, the track that's coming. But here's the thing, we got to get the gospel going. We can't keep sitting in the pews and hoping people are going to show up and come to us. It isn't going to happen. And I understand I'm meeting the same thing, Mike. Not, this is not true of Mike and Andrew. Andrew is sick tonight. Yeah, keep him at a distance. Keep him at a distance. Yeah, he might keep me at a distance, but I can, I can sort of reach in and hand him that and back, back out. You follow what I'm saying? You can't... <laughs> I didn't mention that page back here where I said, You're a wicked, evil, ungodly <laughs> sinner. <laughs> um, will, you, will you consider doing that with me? Uh, I got I a got hundred of these. It's almost time to quit. I got a hundred of these. You, you got to you got to commit. This is mine. You can't have that one. You can't have more than two per family. And when they're gone, they're gone. Um, And you can come by. It's an honor system. You know across here where they have the, uh, what are those flowers that grow on the hill over there? The daffodils. daffodils. And it has a little thing out front. It says a dozen for a a dollar, I think, or 35 cents a a dozen, three dozen for a dollar or something like that. And it's an honor system. Of course, that's where I get my Coke money from. Uh, But um, it's an honor system. It's an honor system. You come down and you get one. You're saying between now and Easter, I'm going to pray for that person. I'm going to love on that. I'm going to love on that Gospel of John. Don't, please, please. If if you just give them a Gospel of John like this and there's no love in it, don't take it. You've got to love on it. You got to highlight. You got to circle. You got to color. You got to draw arrows too. You got to make notes. You got to write a little note to the person you're giving it to. I didn't put his name in this one yet because I knew I was going to be showing it to you, and I didn't. I didn't want y'all. You, you know, oh, I didn't know he was lost. <laughs> I, I didn't. I didn't want you to see his name. I was going to go in there tomorrow. Then I'm going to give it away. Will you join me in that? If you will we'll see what the Lord does. Everybody's talking about revival. I'm all about revival. but I'm not into emotion. I'm into seeing people saved. That's what I want to see. When the church is in revival, people get saved. That's what happens. Uh, People's lives start being changed. That's revival. And America needs revival. We don't need another emotional move. And I'm not saying what we've had recently is an emotional move. I'm just saying we don't need another emotional move. We need God to change people's lives. And the only way that's going to happen is by way of the gospel. So tonight, instead of giving you my lesson about only believe, that's the whole lesson, five pages. That's the whole lesson. I'll give it to you after Brother Tim gives his message about the Holy Spirit, tells you everything you need to know ever wanted to ask about the Holy Spirit, he's going to answer it all in a 45-minute message the next time we have a Sunday evening service when we're meeting like this, not having a music program and so forth. And then following that, I'll talk to you about only believe. It's the only way. You don't repent and believe. You don't tell people repent and believe. You don't tell people to get better and, and believe. You tell people to believe. You've got to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm going to talk about some spurious ways that we give the gospel. i talk about the correct way to give the gospel if you want to know the correct way to give the gospel give one of these read it for yourself that's the correct way to give the gospel anybody want to ask a question if they're online people that are online they're saying what in the world that preacher was all over the place he stuttered and stammered he didn't have an outline to follow no i just had my heart to follow this evening to say to you that we've got to find a way to get the gospel to people again. Any questions? Any complaints? Got complaints? You can see Jeremy after the service. He's taking all complaints. Any complaints? Then for the next few moments, I want you to pray. Whoever that is, if you're going to join me, you're going to pick up at least one, no no more than two, Per family until they're gone. There's only 97 or 8 up here. And I invite you to pray for that person tonight. Between now and Easter Sunday, you're going to love on that Gospel of John, you're going to write a note to them, and then you're going to give it to them. Let's see if they'll keep it. Let's see if they'll read it. And let's see what God does with it.